Fan, short for fanatic, is the one who's screaming their lungs out in sub-zero degree temperatures, still believing when the chips are down and never, ever giving up on their teams or their players. From the closest seat to the worst one, we want to meet you all. This is the American Fan. Welcome back, sports fans. It's your boy, Josh Williams, back again with another episode of the American Fan 365 podcast. I am joined to my by my host on the right, the front row, Ms. Rosine Frangie. Ro, how you feeling? Hello, hello. I am... Doing great. I'm feeling I'm feeling fabulous. Got some gold makeup today. Gold eyeshadow. I just saw that. You blinked real hard and caught it. Don't you know that Arabs and gold are like a moth to a flame? <laughs> Honestly, if you want to distract me from anything, just it, I'm like a ferret. Something with gold. So it has to be something glittery and gold. Anything that's gold, I will gravitate towards. But um, I'm I'm great. I you know. I am just so fired up. I'm just happy that basketball is finally good again. Yeah, yeah, basketball that we all can collectively say that we care about. George is nodding along. Uh, George, how are you feeling? Hundred percent, dude. I went seven for eight on my bets this weekend. That Ooh, goes to show you, nice. motherfuckers, that it's time, right? Seven for eight. What's the Warriors. The Warriors got me. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. I know uh, we'll get there. I, I will. I will say, you know, this is definitely the time of year where your gut actually can mean something. Where you're like, this is the reason that they're gonna win. This is why. This is why I'm saying that. Um, because I, I I didn't bet, but I would say that I went pretty outside of the Bucks. I would say the Bucks probably are the ones that would have. But I also probably wouldn't have bet that. I never bet on a game one. To me, I gotta see how it's everything's fair. flowing, what the energy is, and what the synergy is, uh, and just you just feel it either way. But I I never ever bet a game one. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I, I am, and please don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Ro, Ro, and I, uh, Ro and I yesterday were literally just talking about 80s comedy movies um, and how great they were, the, like, the slapstick era of you know Airplane and... Police Academy. Naked Gun, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Weird Science. Uh, Weird Science is another one we were talking about, too. Like Bachelor Party. Yeah, yeah. That like the whole like the donkey doing cocaine. It's too. I mean, <laughs> too. I mean, it's stuff that it's sad. It's really sad that we can't really enjoy comedies anymore. Because like George, what was the last comedy that like you loved and would watch over and over again that's come out recently? Um, that's very difficult. They've gone away from my favorite type of comedy. Step Bros or uh, Step Brothers was probably Step the last Brothers. That's so funny. Step Brothers. I called it Step Bros. Step Bros. Porn has ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario Brothers. <laughs> um, no, uh, bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Um, uh, horrible bosses probably was a good one. Max. That's that's probably a good one. I that, didn't think that was funny. You didn't think horrible no, bosses was funny? I didn't. Really? I did it. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I loved horrible bosses. That one for, was pretty good. For me, I could watch Borat the first one, oh, yeah. like just over and over. That's <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> Um, but we were talking about airplane, and for those have, who have watched it, I mean, when you go back and watch it, there are so many. I mean, not just funny, but like you're doubled over laughing funny. <laughs> um, it, there aren't comedies like that anymore. No, well, because everyone's too sensitive. You know, uh, we I had mentioned one scene to Row about uh, the little girl that was like, I, I take my coffee black. Just like my men, like she's this little white girl, and it's like that—that's—that's that's hilarious. My mom, till the day she passed away, anytime you ask her how she takes her coffee, she would say, "Sweet and tan, like my man." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's too good. That's too good. Well, we do have some sports news to talk about. Uh, Jalen Hurts receives a new contract, five years, two hundred fifty-five million dollars 179.3 guaranteed mm -hmm. it's it's now the new largest contract in quarterback in nfl history um but of course deshaun watson 230 million is also fully guaranteed so well when they it's say fully that, guaranteed it's like, for and for another reason we've talked about it but really it, it's the browns that ruined it for everybody else and listen congrats to jalen hurts right because again 
anytime you put yourself, I, when people are like, oh, these athletes are so overpaid. Listen, I think fat, greedy baseball players, some of them, yes, I, I totally agree. With football, you risk death. Uh, paralysis and everything else under the sun. Now, given the quarterback market, is Jalen Hurts worth it? Yeah, absolutely. I think he is. Um, and do you he, think do you think too much too fast for Jalen Hurts? Do you think it's too too? Did he get paid a little too soon that amount of money? Yes and no. Uh, yes, we needed to see more of him because that last game that they played, it, it wasn't. It, it, they weren't competitive because of Jalen Hurts. So yes, yeah, it, it, he wasn't the reason they lost the game. But no, but he, he wasn't, wasn't the, no, the reason no, no. they won it either, right? Um, uh, and I'd say yes because given the quarterback market, yeah. it, you know, it's when people are like, "Oh, they should just get a new quarterback." Well, what, who? Where do you? Who? I love it when people say that. Like, like there's an ample supply of great <laughs> quarterbacks. Honestly, Ben DiNucci is playing in the XFL. <laughs> um, I, I will say that. If I'm Lamar Jackson now, and I'm like, oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that I, I didn't I didn't even look at it that way because this this broke this morning and I, yeah. I I wasn't even thinking in terms of Lamar, but yeah, yeah, like I was the MVP. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I did win an MVP, um, and oh, uh, he hasn't led his team to the Super Bowl, but he has. He has, you know, been a number one seed. He's he's done those things. It's it's tough. Here's the thing. It's weird to me what like if I'm a team owner, if I'm the GM, the one thing I would never want to do is make my quarterback feel like he's being held hostage. You think somebody that doesn't want to be there and feels underappreciated is going to take you to the Super Bowl or is going to perform well? Yeah, I mean, or I, I, we'll even get on the field for practice because you're risking permanent injury. I, I will say that some players have the ability to block that out and still play well. Um, I'm blanking on them right now, but like there have been instances where there's been literal strife, you know, between me and the front office. And they Aaron still, Rodgers still perform. Still has not signed with the Jets. Aaron Rodgers has, yeah. f like, it, what seems to me is forcibly played for the last couple of seasons i mean listen he loves it when he gets accolades okay and that's the only thing because it's he didn't play for the front office he sure as hell didn't play for his team make no mistake aaron Rodgers always plays for aaron Rodgers. now lamar jackson has so much heart i think for him it is not only the guaranteed money but it is like show me you are here for me show me you love me and to me, what now it, it's even worse because now not only do I not want to sign the tender, maybe I'm I don't want to report to camp. A, a thousand percent, or you know, or go to any of the the workouts, any of the OTAs, everything. And nor should he. And no, and and, and 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 I wouldn't if I were him. And that's just me. Yeah, George, how do you feel? Uh, was this too much too soon for? This, uh, is, this is exactly what they needed to do. Um, they run that poor kid into the ground. Um, that entire offense is designed around him. So, yeah, I mean, b besides him being like rather competent, uh, hardworking, something to prove, like, there's really no better quarterback in the league right now that has like a better story behind him. Mm. And I, and I truthfully mean that. Like, I'm thinking about, um, like a Justin Herbert. I'm thinking about a Josh Allen. I'm even thinking about a Lamar who has to revamp another MVP run to be up to that level, I think Jalen Hurts has more to prove than anybody. And then this is like a, a show of good faith. I like the no trade uh, clause yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. That's like the ultimate, right? I mean, you can get as much bread as you want, but uh, Deshaun Watson, I believe, has a trade clause <laughs> in his contract. Uh, you know, the, the one thing that people always have to remember is when you command that amount of money, all eyes are on you now. Thousand it's percent. like when you uh, interview with a company and you demand a really, really, really high salary. Make no mistake, you are expected to perform and show results immediately. Yeah, not not tomorrow. Like, what are you doing day one? What are you doing before day one in football? <laughs> How are you showing up to workouts? Um, with the Giants, I will say this is the second year in a row now that Daniel Jones has like, just uh, like 
by himself with his own efforts put together, got the guys all together to go to Arizona to start training um, on by his own will, on his own accord, by his own dollar, by yeah, the, mind yeah, you. Yeah, he's paying for it too. He's yeah. paying. So that to me, especially with Dable, right? He now, now you're showing that I'm in this 1,000%. And meanwhile, he didn't have this contract last year, Daniel Jones, right? He was playing for this contract that he got. Um, but when you do get any contract that is worth that much money, okay, cool, you got it, congrats. Now, now live up to it. Thousand percent. Uh, switching gears over to the NBA, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the NBA playoffs this year, how everything's looking. We're also going to give our coaching Mount Rushmore, but um, uh, something something just clicked because I'd been meaning to say something about this the last two weeks, and I keep forgetting to put it on there. Zion Williamson, we've talked about this on our show. We've talked about this kind of collectively. Um, the the Pelicans last year when they gave him all this money, just like John Morant got all his money, um, they got that baby Max uh, being rookies and everything. Um, the The Pelicans are in trouble because, uh, you know, I've always been a proponent of he didn't deserve the money, but you were stuck. Just like, you know, getting off of football, just like Kyler Murray with the with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they have to pay him because if they don't pay him, now he's disgruntled. Kyler Murray. No, no, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? You're kind of... I, I know exactly what you're I saying. Think, I think that he's the perfect, like, you know, cross-sport analogy that, yep. you know, we can't not pay him because if we don't pay him, now everybody on our team, all the rest of our free agents are looking at us like, mm -hmm. you ain't going to pay the quarterback. Mm -hmm. You're not going to pay the franchise if mm -hmm. you're the Pelicans. So you mm -hmm. can't not pay him, mm -hmm. but then you pay him, you bust your cap. You can't necessarily move him now because he's kind of damaged goods and he doesn't, he looks great, but then he's not there. So you can't build your team off of it. It's like, I don't know. I think what, you what your cut thoughts? your losses with Zion immediately. And, and, and this is why it's, he, listen, the Pelicans do, I mean, like they're a different team when he is playing. Sure. Here's the problem. He's not doing everything he can to be in the best shape, in the best fighting shape that he can be. There are people that take initiative. Yeah, I get that he's injured. Is he rehabbing every day? No. Uh, because I, they, got, I got to feel like Zion. I'm not, I'm, I'm 100%, but I need to be I need. I need to feel 100% like, he said, I need to feel like 100% like Zion about himself in the third person. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, the rest of the world doesn't have that option, yeah, right? You have to show up to you work. You have to show up. Um, and when you are getting that much money, and also as a team leader, how does that look? And how does that make the rest of your team feel? I personally, um, if you are required to be in a certain type of shape and a certain type of um, condition and can, and keep conditioning, but you just don't, you don't want it now. Yeah. To me, that shows you don't want it. To me, that's like, I need to lose weight. I am in a wheelchair with oxygen. Um, I applied to be on six, my 600-pound life, okay, because I want... But then you are at the buffet every day. You it, don't want it. At all. At, at all. <laughs> and for, for, I, I don't see any effort from Zion. I, Again, I don't live with him. I don't know the man. Yeah, we don't. We don't. But know you the, know but... what? Be reported on is just like when we know um, players are going to camp early and how hard they've been training in the off season. See, and that's one thing I could never take away from OBJ is he stays ready. Okay, Zion doesn't care. I don't care who doesn't like to hear that, but his actions show you. Because don't tell me nothing. I see what you're doing. So that shows me that you don't care. Thousand percent. Zion Williamson is a shape round. Uh, George, um, yeah. what do you what do you think he's about an Zion? He's an octagon. Who taught you octagon? Go ahead. Tell George. me about uh, <clears throat> Michael Porter Jr. Mm. is my comparison to him. Dude, completely hurt. If you watched the Nuggets two years ago, you can see it was a young stud, so much potential, similar to Zion, not as much hype, um, but. Michael Porter Jr. wanted to be on the fucking court. Yes. Like, he was very verbal and, and vocal about wanting more playing time early on in his career with the Nuggets, even though he was battling crazy injuries. And the Nuggets were like, no, bro. Doctors. We're going to pump you. We're going to pump it back. Because now look at the Michael Porter Jr. that they have. That dude's pretty scary now, right? So 
I'm I'm hoping that the layoff kind of propels Zion to Michael Love Michael Porter Jr. levels, but he doesn't want it. Like, he doesn't want it. And it's like, so obvious. You gotta say it. You know what I mean? Like even if it's fake. Have the darkness hold you back. <laughs> no, do you guys remember um, who is who is uh, Jake Cutler? Um, mm. Every post game interview, Chicago would shit the bed game after game after game, and he didn't like. Literally, you would see him in the post game interview. I mean, you could tell that there was zero effort in the game, but he would be uh, in the post game interview going, "Yeah, well, you know, we could have done this better." That's right. And you, it, it was obvious. It's like. Well, I, it, that's the. I will say this as a coach. That's one thing that sucks the most because it is. It is basically how you portray yourself, and we can't. We don't know what's inside Jay Cutler, but all we know is what you show, and what you show seems as if you don't care. I don't know if you don't care. I don't know if you've had sleepless nights or crying or you know what I mean. But in terms of what you show, it was what Zion has been showing is too much nonchalance, too much you know. That injury shouldn't hold you back for seven, eight, nine, to ten me, weeks. To me, he just seems very apathetic. And somebody like Kobe, okay, yeah. sank 60 with a ruptured Achilles, didn't even let anybody know he was injured until after the game. See, there's a different mentality, okay, when you play. That When we talk about the players of the 80s and 90s and 2000s, they would be really hurt, Um MJ injured like with (laughs) would play with with pneumonia. There is a difference when you want it. Zion is apathetic, and 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 not only and and I think the way that he's acting is very selfish because it demotivates your team. Yeah, and I mean, look, the Pelicans, the Pelicans have no business, you know, being in the position they're in. They have they have they have a solid core. But, you know, we talked about, you know, earlier with Jalen Hurts getting all this money. When you start to zap that much money into one person and that one person isn't, you know, um, like it's like the Warriors, Steph Curry not playing. It's a big loss to your team. Now, granted, they're a great team and they can probably keep it afloat. But just like the just like the Pels, they, you're in the play in. You know, what I mean, that's 30 points coming off your team. Zion Williamson, 24, 25 points, a lot of rebounds. But. It doesn't matter. I don't think any more resources into him, period. Yeah. Show me you want it. That's it. That's it. Uh, switching gears, we're going to give our coaching, our top NBA coaches of all time, our coaching Mount Rushmore. Um, George, you know, I know that you talked about Mount Rushmore earlier. Yeah. So I'm going to let you go ahead and start. And, I, and I'm going to yeah, like see it's all going to be the same people. Wait, 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 wait. Josh. I had a feeling that you probably weren't prepared. <laughs> Josh, it's great that, uh, you know, you quoted me as saying, you know, we got to get this Mount Rushmore That's shit right. back running, right? So, Josh, what's your top NBA coach in Mount Rushmore? Then? <laughs> Let's hear it. Wait, way to, way to pass the buck. Uh, for me, it begins and ends with the Zen master, Phil Jackson. That's one. Are we doing uh, it in order? Uh, well, you know, no, it's Mount I'll, Rushmore. Because I'm going to do mine in order. Yeah, they're all, they're all up there. I know, but I'll do mine in order. Okay, I'll, I'll do mine in order as well. Uh, Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach. Uh, Greg Popovich, Pat Riley, and I feel like Rose is going to say the same. What I will say, what I will say is this: the two people that are right off the board that could be there, we'll see. Um, Steve Kerr, quietly, five five playoff years. In those five playoff years, twenty two and two. There, there isn't a fifth man on, on Mount Rushmore. No, so no, 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 just, no, no, no. We're saying is he in the running? Um, is he? He's he's like the next tier down. Um, yeah, but the, the two yeah, losses, okay. the two losses yeah. in the finals. Yeah. He's only lost twice. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, and then every year that they've made the playoffs, they've made the finals. So that's, that's one thing I will say about Steve Kerr. Uh, and then the next one would be Chuck Daly with the Pistons. Okay, so my Matt Rushmore of NBA coaches in order. It's the same people that you have, Josh, but in, in, a, in, a, in a very, very different order. I have... Red Auerbach, I have uh, Pat Riley, I have Phil Jackson, I have Greg Popovich. So, so Phil is your third? Yes. Why is Phil your third? Phil is my third because he's never had to do the rehab on a team in the same manner that Red Auerbach and Pat Riley had had to do. Well, I mean, Red also had like literally the entire league. He had like eight Hall of Famers on one team. <laughs> 
he made them Hall of Famers. That's fair. There, there, there's something to be said about that too. He made them um, Hall of Famers. Yeah, no, no. There's, there's because Bob Cousy was there before Red yep. Auerbach got yep. there, and yep. Bob Cousy became the Houdini of the hardwoods right. once, once Bob Cousy allowed him. Oh, excuse me. Once Red allowed him to pass the ball. He didn't care how he passed the ball, just as long as that person catches it, I don't and care. I, see, I and I love that old school mentality. I, I'd actually put Chuck Daly before um, uh, Steve Kerr. Yeah, there's just that fighting mentality, right? It's... And 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 they, their their acumen. I will tell you, all those gentlemen, their basketball acumen just they can gauge what needs to change immediately and they change it immediately. They don't care whose feelings they hurt. Yeah. None of those gentlemen, right? I So uh, I will say this. If if the Warriors win this one and they get, you know, five out of six tries going to the finals, um, I would probably push Steve Kerr ahead of Pat because they'd have the same amount of titles. Um, no, no, no. Different basketball. Different basketball era. They're softer. I, I disagree. <laughs> and Pat, and Pat Riley had to, had to deal with stronger personalities. Uh, that's that's fair. That, he Pat Riley had to deal with cocaine. Pat Riley cocaine also is had a hell to of a deal drug. with the. <laughs> uh, Pat Riley also had to deal with the bus family. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Can I toss a name out there for you guys to bicker about? Okay, Eric Spolstra. No, no, not even a little bit. <laughs> I now, can't even. Now, what I what I will say, and I not even and, a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit. What I <laughs> no, listen, listen. As a coach, the that first run that they had when Spo was like basically anointed to be the coach, and um, they uh, you know how they'll do their inside tracks and they'll bring the you know bring you inside the huddle, and like literally the whole thing was Eric Spolster just going. Come on, guys! And like it was like, where's the, where's like, where, you know, are you gonna give us anything? He said, "Come on, guys!" Like about That's four young. times. That's young Spoles. Yeah, he he has gotten. He's been there a lot. He know? has gotten better. I will say that he has gotten better. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, not <laughs> okay. even. Not all right. Yeah, all. not even in the conversation. Not even at all. Um, not even at all. <laughs> not even at all. Uh, shoot, there's look. I'd I'd go Bill Futch before I go Eric Spolster, and Bill Futch got the most. Bill Fitch, he's got he's got the most. Uh, the most. Yeah, Futch. Futch. I wanted to curse. Um, uh, I I take Vogel over Spo. Uh, that's that's getting he like that's that new generation of coach where it's like a lot of these. I mean, you, you know, um. Thibodeau, and then uh, um, what's the uh, the coach of the Bucks name? Um, go ahead, George. George Bootenholzer. Boot. Yeah, thank you, Boot. Um, they're all kind of in that. Like none of them have really separated or differentiated themselves to me because they all came out of a tree. Like you that, know, I I couldn't agree more. You know uh, I mean? It's it's all it, it's white noise unless there's something about you maybe like you, you know you stick your hair back like spell like maybe that's how some people will remember you but I don't I I agree there is nothing to me that is I that is easily distinguishable to a non-sports hardcore sports person I'll, I'll actually do you one better I will say. I'll, I'll ask both of you because I, I forget who it was and what team, but it was a playoff team, and I literally didn't even know the coach's name. They were like, "Yeah, coach so and so said." I was like, "Who said who? Who said what?" <laughs> I didn't even know. Um, George, who's the who's the? Uh, let me see. Go ahead, name. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you name some some people. When you stop, when you mumble, then Roe pick up. So go as ahead. As far as coaches, we in in the NBA playoffs right now. So these are like the best coaches <laughs> in the league. Go ahead. Give me, yeah. give me, give me your first couple. Because there, there's a couple the ones that I know. just don't know. Yeah. Right? Sure. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know the name of the Celtics coach. I think it's still Brad Stevens. It, it's 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 Joe Mazzula. Yep, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But that was only. <laughs> I, I thought about it the other day and I couldn't remember it. So I saw it the other All day and I, I was like, oh, that's not, right, Joe Mazzula. And it's not Nia Long husbands anymore. Yeah, cra crazy Joe, crazy uh, Joe Mazzula. You may. Ime was dope, yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. the Celtics are still coached by Brad Stevens. Let's not get it fooled. All right, <laughs> he is a manager coach to the fullest extent. Yeah, but I mean, I, to, to your point, most people you, you'd really kind of be like, I think about it, even then you're like, um, I don't know. We don't know anymore. I, I you know what I mean? Like, it's li like literally, I don't know. I don't know who coaches the Cavs. Yes. Yes, I have no idea. No <laughs> you know idea what? who coaches the Cavs. Hold on. Zero. Okay, no, but go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Monty so Williams coaches the Suns. Monty coaches the Suns. 
Uh, Clippers is Ty Lue. Yeah. Uh, Kings is Mike Brown. Mike yeah, Brown. Mike that's, Brown. That right. one's easy now. Legend, but last right? year I didn't know. Right. Right. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, last year. Right. Because it was it was in between the Luke Walton. Yo, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know who that was. Who does coach the Cavs? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Legit. Because now I'm like. It's but it's like a younger dude. It's like it's not somebody that we. J B Bickerstaff. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's Bernie's that. boy. It's Bernie Bickerstaff's boy. You're right. That's what because it came up the other day and I was like. Those fools ain't winning because they got Bernie's boy. He, this ain't the seventies. I don't know uh, the, the Timberwolves coach. No, no idea. Chris, no Chris idea. Finch. He's lost control of that locker. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. Uh, let me see who else. Um, well, obviously the 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 he is Spo. Um, the Knicks is Tom Thibodeau. Who's the coach of? Who's the coach of the Nets? The Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. I mean, it ain't Steve Nash. It, w- it was Jacques, Steve Nash. Jacques Vaughn. That's right. That's Jacques right. Vaughn. Okay. All right. That's a name. NBA, former NBA player. That 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 counts. That counts. I don't know who coaches um, OKC. Mm-mm. Mark. I don't even know how to pronounce his fucking name. See? Right here. Look at that. Mark Dijon. Yeah. It, Mark, Dijon. he ain't going to be here no more. Mark, he, he gonna you get should fired. be coaching hockey with that last name. <laughs> <laughs> One thousand percent. That is a that or is like a hockey ja- last or name. javel throwing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, who's who's your Lakers coach? Uh, uh, Palenka. <laughs> oh my God, Darvin Ham. Darvin with, pa- with it's Rob Palenka. Look, listen, you let let let's just let's just stop pretending, okay? Listen. DM is not. I'm going to say only one thing about Darvin Ham and as me as a player. I can't hear a thing you I, say, I, my guy, until you drain whatever this knot is in the side I of your I can't look head. at it either. Like, my guy, seriously, you got a welt on the side of your head, and I'm supposed to be looking so and listening a, to you, taking you serious. This is the first time I've ever seen this. Here, oh, my God. Yeah, pull, pull, that, pull that thing up. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Literally, what is that? What is that knot? Literally bean footage. What is that knot? Like, bro, I, you got to. I got sis. too much vanity in me. That, I don't know what it is, but it's getting sis. extracted. <laughs> That's a sis. He's going to live on my face. All I know, okay, so here, here's the coaching hierarchy in the Lakers. It's it's LeBron James, it's Rob Palenka, and then it's Deham. <laughs> Freaking so It's true. You're not looking lying. at me like I'm crazy. It's you're true. Not, you're not lying. Uh, Sixers is obviously uh, um, Doc. Doc. Uh, uh, Blake! I love Doc. Uh, let's see. Um, Blake. Hawks. Who's the coach of the Hawks? Uh, Trey Young. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Quavo. Wait, what? Quavo. <laughs> Quinn Snyder. Oh, okay. No, that's oh, okay. right. That's Quinn, a good one. That's Quinn a good got one. picked up midseason. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's not with the. He's not with Utah anymore. Um, we talked about the Knicks. Talked about the Cavs. Warriors. Can we talk about the know. games? Yes, yes, yes. We're. Yeah, I think. I think that. Who's the Who's the coach of the Grizzlies? Uh, that's who it was. Oh. That I was like Jesus. I have no idea who coaches the Grizzlies. I don't know. See. Like uh, and these are the playoff teams. Taylor Jenkins. That's who it was. Lumberjack Taylor. That's that's who it was. He has the he has the blackest name for a white boy I've ever heard in my life as a coach. <laughs> like legit. He's like a Medea character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he ain't black. He, he he not white. He's you know he he just he got that he got what Michael Jackson got. That's the <laughs> that, 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 that 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 revitaligo. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> We need All right, so let's go ahead and break down these matchups uh, before. Man, you know. man. So starting out, game one, Sixers, Nets, Harden punking his old team. What do you think? Go ahead and give me your think, your your take on James Harden. I have very mixed feelings about James Harden. Uh, I I mean, he's the assist king. I mean, I think that game just proves he had ten assists. He was dominant i mean that was see that was strip club lemon pepper wings hardened you when he's happy that's how he plays yeah and honestly i am not i mean i openly just with philly teams i'm like whatever but i do have uh, a little place in my heart for the 76ers because of because of um ai and because of doc i love doc i but Brooklyn, I mean, I listen, I secretly wanted them 
to win. But after watching that, I was really happy for James Harden because he played like he wanted it for the first time in a very long time. Since since not being on the Rockets, I feel like. That's a lot. Because I think about it when he was in OKC. I think, okay, that wasn't his height. His height was Houston, That's right? And he played like he was back in Houston, and I loved it. I was I was there for it. It was a good game, and I'll take it. Yeah, I uh, to, to what you were saying about uh, the Sixers, I will say they probably have the least hated of sports fans, I would say, would be Sixers fans. I think because... You know, they always had such a, you know, hardworking mentality. That was kind of the way the teams played. So I, I think that Sixers fans, but to your point, James Harden, if he plays in this way, the Sixers have a legitimate chance. Now, they're going to have to play Georgie's uh, uh, Celtics in the second round. Uh-oh. Um, but it it would be interesting. I think, I think what could, you know, we'll, we'll get there, but I think if that's the matchup, I think that the Celtics depth is, would be the thing that, that takes them out more than anything else. Cause the Celtics just have, the Celtics can run eight. At yeah. You. But the Celtics aren't physical and the 76ers team is physical. See, I think that would be the differentiator, but in terms of agility, in terms of balance on the court, um, equally defensively and, and offensively, the Celtics by far have much more balance. The mm. only, I would say, if they did lose uh, to the Sixers, if they got to that round, both those teams, yeah. it would be the physicality. That'd be the only reason. That's the difference. But and, and, and even with that, the Sixers haven't shown consistency yet. No, not at Where all. Where the Celtics, they are. Not at all. George, uh, what, what do you think about uh, the, the Sixers so far? Um, <clears throat> so they they hit the money or they hit the point spread for me so i love that <laughs> didn't really watch too much of this game because as far as like what the season's proven to me i'm like this is just a wash of a series i i really like the the sixers to sweep here because i think it's a point proving type uh type matchup now as far as the physicality that roe uh roe stated now it'll I really hope the referees don't step too far into it because it could be one of the most physical matchups we've seen mm. in a while. I mean, you got bad, bad blood from both these teams, and you got a Harden that is like, at this point in time, this is massive ring chase, and he needs one, right? So yeah. my most uh, you know exciting thing that I'm looking forward to is will Robert Williams be the person that I felt like we drafted four years ago? You know, he's beefed up. He I mean, started showing dude, it last year. This dude looks like he's been push-ups, bench press. <laughs> Robert Williams looks like kind of a same as Joel Embiid. So I'm really excited to see that matchup because if Robert Williams plays well there, it gives him the momentum for when he plays the better version of Joel Embiid, Giannis, and uh, should be interesting. I'm not too worried, though. Sixers sweep. Sixers sweep here. I think Sixers lose one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, listen, uh, Bridges, Bridges has been playing out of his mind, and um, if he can go get forty, all it takes is a, is a game where he gets some help, and uh, and it'll be it'll be an interesting one because this one, I mean, this game was it was I won't say it was tight, but it was, you know, it definitely took some some execution down the stretch uh, for the Sixers to continue to pull away, um, but uh, but switching gears, the Celtics and the Hawks, do yeah. you think do you think the Celtics sweep? I don't think the I I think you have a better shot of hitting Powerball than than the Hawks winning. Very well, might get sweeped. Swept. Uh, swept. Sweeped. <laughs> sweeped. It did. Sweeped. It did. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I I don't. It's it, it it's it's actually like there. I. You know what though. Though these are the two games: the 76ers game and the 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 Hawks Celtics games. These are the only two that went the way anybody thought that they would go. Yes. The, the rest of them were a complete, I mean, but we'll get to them, but th- I I can see the Hawks getting swept at it. Swept at it. <laughs> George, what do you have? Without a doubt. Sweep. Bring out the brooms, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the one thing that will happen in this next game is the Hawks will hit their shots. Mm. Like there was a f- four or five minute span there where the Hawks were absent. <laughs> and then that's just, I mean, we had a 30-point lead at halftime, but I was yeah. like, 
good thing I cashed it on the under. Like, I didn't pick the games on the side sometimes. This game, I picked the over-under. I chose under on this one because I was like, playoff defense. It was like 239 for the total. I was like, oh, I don't think so. If they're more evenly matched up, I would have taken the spread. I mean, mm. it's just, they, they, they yeah. weren't. And also, there is such, for me, I watched all of these games, and I have to tell you, there is such a lack of chemistry with Atlanta. Like, Big it time. is just, a, they don't, I mean... Uh, listen, they're so look. small. These poor guys, they're so, so puny, right? Like yeah. the Celtics literally watch that first quarterback attack the paint harder than I've ever seen a team this season attack the paint. Uh, how, how is this? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, how is this the same Trey Young that hushed Madison Square Garden? It's been a long two years. Uh, I mean, for me, I would say the biggest, the, the saddest point that I see when watching the Hawks is what they've done to John Collins. Yeah. What they've done to his confidence, what they've done, you know, all the trade rumors and messing with his rotation minutes and like all that kind of stuff. Like he was supposed to be Trey Young's, you know, Robin, if you will. If he was, if Trey Young was Batman, and he was the one getting all the accolades. John Collins was like, he was an all-star. He was, he was really ascending. And mm -hmm. then he stopped. They started messing with his confidence. Um, I think... Well, Trey Young, Young has now shown himself to be the cancer in the locker room. Oh, so, you think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that he is the... It's become so obvious. I, even if you if you watch uh, when... It, like, just on the court, when they're trying to connect, when anybody's trying to connect with Trey, it is... It, nobody, like... They're, I feel like they're forced to play with one another, and and I think Trey Young is the singular reason that this team has sank. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I'll say that he will be the only reason that they win a game if they get one. I think he gets hot. You know, they do enough um, to beat the Celtics. Uh, what I will say to both the Celtics series and also the Sixers series is don't get in a war. Because that next series for both of those teams is going to be a war. Mm -hmm. So don't get bottled down in, in a six-game series that doesn't need to be there mm -hmm. and putting all those extra minutes and miles. Because if I'm the Celtics and we go six, that means the Sixers are probably going to go four or five and vice versa. If I'm the Sixers and now I go six with the Nets, we have no business being in a war and now I'm in a war it's it's only going to hurt you for the next round. So mm -hmm. the fresher those two teams can get to the next round, mm -hmm. I think I think that's going to matter. But uh, Knicks, Cavs, how about those Knicks? That was, I always would say that whenever it was like an awkward conversation <laughs> with anybody, it'd be like there was like an awkward energy. I'd just be like, how about those Knicks? Uh, <laughs> just to break up the monotony. Or just to put somebody in a worse mood. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, at least at least it was shifted. It would shift it like, you know, the Knicks were always polarizing, whether you liked them or hated them. But how about these Knicks? Um, you know, Julius Randle mm -hmm. coming off the injury, uh, the sprained ankle that took him out for two weeks. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> Ro and I have our own feelings about that. Um, you better but, get out of there and play. You better spit on it and walk, get out there. You better hobble your behind back out on that floor. Um, uh, <laughs> what was that? Blue chips? Where uh, <laughs> where Penny Hardaway's character is like, somebody you could call? You're like, I better see you at practice tomorrow. <laughs> like, if you don't get out there, you, uh, we'll break your other, your, we'll sprain your other ankle. Like, just, it's a sprained ankle. Um, Kobe played with a ruptured ankle. Uh, yeah, made, made free throws. <laughs> um, but the Knicks, I, yeah. I was saying, I think the Knicks depth, the Knicks have a real chance. Now, granted, it's going to be against the Bucks if they get through, if they get through the Cavs, they're going to have to deal with the Bucks as the number one seed. The Knicks have depth on their bench. Anytime you can have well, three guys. Well, 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 let's not count our chickens after what happened to Giannis. Uh, anything, anything can happen. So anything let's not, happen. let's not make any assumptions. Well, well, what I will say the Knicks have three players on their bench that can drop 30. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Like, no one else in the NBA can claim that. I can say that wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when you really look at their team, they have a very, very dangerous nucleus of players if given opportunities. And I think what, what Thibodeau has to do more is find a way to put Randall and, and Toppin on the floor at the same time. See, but I wouldn't put full faith in Randall because we saw what happened a couple of years ago. A thousand percent. So I don't, I, I, to me, I put an, an equal amount of energy into my bench because when you have a bench like that, you make sure everybody gets rotated. That's right. 
Okay. You, you have to keep, you got to keep everyone engaged. The one thing that we know about the playoffs is the playoffs expose frauds. And this is the <laughs> one, I, and this was my, listen, I am not a Knicks fan. I am a fan of other New York organizations openly and very much so. I just don't like the Knicks. Not, I, I don't, I don't know. It's because of the fan base. I, I'll, I'll tell you that. But I will tell you the hype around Julius Randle, um, I said they're not like he's gonna crumble, and the playoffs expose the real G's. Okay, so at this point, I'm impressed with what they're doing. Um, the one thing Thibodeau cannot do is put all his eggs in uh, Randall's basket. You're you, if you sleep on your bench and if you don't give them equal time. That's going to be what takes you out because they have potential. They have chemistry. Jalen Brunson been playing out of Brunson's his absolute been mind. Brunson's been ridiculous. Are you, I mean, I will. I will say before I give it to George. Um, whoa, easy pause. Uh, <laughs> pause. Um, I will say that the down the stretch of that game. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> down, down the stretch of that game, um, I could see some uh, some inexperience because. The, the Cavs made, like, that eight-point run, like, you know, right three minutes left in the game, and the, the Knicks started making just bonehead mistakes, taking bad shots, taking stupid turnovers, but they didn't, they didn't wilt. They wilted for that moment, but then they got they right back to business. You know what? I, I think they just got really excited, like a puppy peas. Yeah. Like, but we're I think about to win. Like, game's almost over. That's exactly yeah. it. And you can't yeah. ever have... That's the difference. Even like like the legends, they didn't care if they were 20 points ahead. They yeah. were letting up. Keep going. Keep going. George, uh, what do you think about the Knicks? I am uh, very excited to see the way that they've come together. Uh, the one thing that I think we'll see in this matchup is Donovan Mitchell like possessed. I think Donovan Mitchell is like, I think he's got a 60 point game in him coming up here soon. I like, wouldn't be shocked. Because here's the big thing. He's been in so many of these games. If anybody from the Cavs is going to like will the team, it'll be that guy. Mm -hmm. And that could be like a, a knock em, sock em, rock em robots type game seven. Um, Feel in, to it. Yeah. Wow. In Cleveland, it, it could get nasty. I, want to see the Knicks, uh, you know, go to Brunson uh, or like have that singular focus with Brunson being the main guy. Sometimes I feel like they're making uh, the big boy Randall do a little too much. Mm. And I'm like, you got a stud like Brunson, dude. You can take some of the load off of how much you're attacking. Yeah, um, I agree with that 1000%. And I'm glad he brought up Donovan Mitchell. He should have been a Nick because I'm going to tell you right oh. now, if, if, Listen, I think that should have that was his destiny. I, I I cannot believe to me that was probably the biggest bonehead mistake. But that's par for the course with with, with the Knicks front office. I will say though, if Donovan Mitchell was with the Knicks, those are your NBA final champs. It would it would definitely uh, you know with Brunson. Yeah, if they had Brunson too. I, I can't remember. I, I'm trying to think back to last summer. Um, if if they got Brunson and then they were still even with that Randall, after. I think if you had Donovan Mitchell and Brunson with that Randall, I I, I think that you you would have a have, problem on your hands. You'd have one of the best backcourts in the league. Yeah, not even not even a question. I can yeah, definitely yeah. give you that because I did not see. I was like Brunson. They gave him all that money and he is he making a fool out of me. Um, the Kings Warriors matchup are the Kings going to embarrass the Warriors? That was a question by Miss Rosine Rowe. You asked the question, go ahead and go. I think that the Sacramento Kings are going to embarrass the Warriors. I think that they are going to show them what, like, this is a warrior spirit. Now, if you watch the fans, if you watch that whole team, first of all, De'Aaron Fox, this game was the best game so far, point blank, period. When you had Malik Monk, you had, you had De'Aaron Fox. The way they played, first of all, De'Aaron Fox is unguardable. And he was unguardable. He had, what's his bucket? He had, he had Wiggins missing complete open shots. I was, they completely shot. I, I, I didn't, they were, so, I, they completely surprised 
the other team. They didn't know how to deal with them. Nobody could guard De'Aaron De uh, De Fox. He had Malink Monk coming through um, and hitting points, not only in the mid-range, but threes when nobody was expecting him to do that. Mm. Just the chemistry with that team, the way they're going, I am so excited for the Sacramento Kings. I was on going, when you hear when you hear Sacramento, who's scared of Sacramento? Every team right now, now is is on notice because this team is going to be the dark horse. Remember, remember when we were, um, when we went to uh, uh, Spaghetti Western, and I was shameless plug. Um, remember we because it was the Knicks versus the Kings. Yes, and I told you I was like, wow, the Kings playing defense like this. Yep, and. I didn't realize at that point either that they were the the highest scoring team in the league. They had the highest scoring offense in the NBA, and yeah. and and I didn't realize that until before the game. I was just kind of just reading some stats. Yeah, and they have the leading offense in the NBA and in in all in of the, the league. league in the league. Yeah. So, I, and I got to tell you, dear, I, I keep on talking about De'Aaron Fox. This this gentleman is unguardable. Well, well, look, De'Aaron Fox was he was my surprise of the entire weekend because I haven't, you know, I mean, outside of that game that uh, that I mentioned before that Ro and I watched, I hadn't really watched the Kings. De'Aaron Fox yeah. had the second highest debut point output in playoff history. He had thirty eight points, five assists, three steals, and went four of eight from three. And it was the four of eight from three for me because I, I listen. De'Aaron Fox, he 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 always was the guy that you couldn't stay in front of. He was, you know, he came, he went to Kentucky after John Wall. He was he was supposed to be the next John Wall. That boy can shoot, yeah, and he I was can. like, oh he sure snap! Can. So, so can Malik Monk. They, I mean, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up taking it because I, the way they're playing, and you know what, you know what they have going for them is nobody's expecting them to do anything further. I didn't even see it coming, uh, <laughs> George. What 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 do you think about this matchup? Um, the Warriors are trying to play a game that the Kings are thoroughly better at. Um, so what I'm trying to decipher in my head is, does Steve Kerr make the adjustment to slow the Warriors' pace down and try to throw the Kings off? Um, because what I witnessed was a Kings team that was just like, they were just faster, man. They hit their shots. They're more efficient. Although the Warriors are that other team where it's like, if there's anybody else that can go tit for tat with them, it's them. This is going to be a coaching matchup. Remember, Mike Brown was with the yep. Warriors yep. throughout this entire we were run. Just, it, it, we're, yeah. We were talking about that yesterday, yeah. I mean, I think he's got the blueprint. So now it's Steve Kerr, right? If he's going to be a Mount Rushmore coach, Josh, mm. he makes the adjustment. One thing I will say, and I want to know what you guys thought about it. Does Andrew Wiggins deserve to be on the court he, he got put in the last five minutes of the game. And I don't think he's mentally ready yet, but I think that was Steve Kerr saying, we're riding with you, big dog. He's He was missing wide open shots. Tell nope. me about it. He was nope. one, one for eight from three. Yeah, there one you go. You, wide open shots. First two quarters, different. Different chemistry synergy. Because this is what I saw. I saw Steph Curry getting gassed. Which is rare. I felt like he was on full throttle first two quarters. Then I saw, a, like, you you could see the energy had changed. Because they're like, holy shit, we weren't expecting to deal with this team. They didn't know what to do. So, Georgie, to answer your question, they have to figure out a way to trick the Kings now, right? Because yeah. because they... I'm going to say this, they cannot outplay them. Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, the reason that the Warriors won the finals last year was because Wiggins gave them that ability to get to the cup. And the reason that the Kings, you know, I, I had down here, was was it bad refereeing or was it bad tactics? Because the Warriors, they they fall into these ruts of, we've talked about, you, you fall in love with the three ball too much. Yep. And it's beautiful when it goes down, but... We can get a better shot, and we have to believe. Like the Kings, that the end of that fourth quarter, everything was to the chest. If we were pulling a three, it yep. was off a of dribble penetration yep. and a wide open look. Yep. So you know, and and the end of the game, Clay Thompson gets all the way point blank to the basket, 
De'Aaron Fox is sitting there, and he passed it out as if there was as if Sabonis was in there lurking, waiting to block his shot. And it's like, yep. bro, we're down one. You get a bucket. We're putting pressure on them to draw up something with three seconds left in the game. Yeah. We pass out to Andrew Wiggins, who was open, but for a three. Like, why are we shooting a three Completely in this situation? Completely open. He could have taken three steps, hit that mid-range. I mean, it, yeah. then it maybe even gotten a foul. It could have been an yeah. and one. So... But that didn't happen. You've got to stay away from the like this three point culture, especially when you're you're shook because you don't know what just hit you. So now you're like now it's out of desperation. So, A, yes, he's not ready, I think, mentally yet. And two, Wiggins, you Wiggins and two, you can't make shots out of desperation. And if you're doing them completely unguarded and you still don't make them. Then maybe you should sit down. Yeah, definitely not consistently, for sure. Uh, switching gears, the Grizzlies versus the Lakers. What? what? The Lakers take Game One. Ja Morant re-injures his hand, his his right hand, his dominant hand. They said that. Um, they said the X-ray was fine, though. Yeah, but uh, Ja Morant had some things to say, talking about he couldn't even unwrap his socks after the game, so he is in doubt for Game Two. Um, row quickly. I know this is your team. Yeah, Rui Achimura. Yeah, you know had 28 points. Austin Reeves. Um, I'm him. I'm him. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Kyle. I give. I mean, I, I I look at him and I think of Kyle from old school. But um, he, he listen. Austin Reeves, Hachimura, AD. We see what AD does well and what he doesn't. Right. I mean, I got I got scared for a minute when AD like hurt himself. Um, he got hurt in the game. Yeah. Of course he did. Jesus Christ. Christ, this I child mean, is always hurt. He he's fragile. He literally said, like, <laughs> I can't feel my arm. He, oh. But you know what? Whatever with his bunny rabbit pink shoes, he got it done. He did what he had to do. You know, now we're seeing more and more with every pass as, as a Lakers fan, this is the one thing that's becoming so evidently clear to me with each passing game is that LeBron is not the difference maker. Mm. I, I will say one thing to keep an eye on before we move on. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had 31 points. And now granted, he's not a guy that fills the stat sheet in a lot of other ways. Austin Reeves had 35 points. No, I no, I know, I know, I know. No. But but in terms of just in terms of from if Ja Morant, because okay, I think you guys won by like 15 or something yes. like that, right? So if we're giving those points back to Ja Morant, if Ja Morant is going to play, if he gets treatment as he should on his hand, um, boy, you better get out there. You and Zion, man, both of y'all. You're missing too many games. Um, you know. I, I think they're off. I think there's just something with him that's off. I it's it's just it's you could you got you got I know you two know what I mean. You see it, you feel it as mm. a sports fan. You know when your team is off and you know when the other team is off. Mm. There's just I think a lot of it too is and I, I like John Morant a lot. I think he, we've talked about this. He's part of the reason that basketball has become exciting again. It's yes. that it's that electricity. I, I have nothing but respect for Ja. I will tell you, I think what happened during the the, the season with all the trouble that he got into and all the stuff that he went. Something I think else it, is just something it, else. It yeah. left, because um, that team has never performed the same. Yeah. So they're, the, the Lakers... This is a perfect storm for them right now because really if you think of like in the middle of the season how the Lakers are performing versus how the how um um the Grizzlies are performing the Grizzlies were way better. So right now it's it's all about listen Austin Reeves is only signed to a two week contract and he played for it like he wanted it and he got it, okay? And they're going to keep this tempo. You don't have to worry about LeBron. Who you do have to worry about is Austin Reeves. You're going to have to worry about Hachimura. You're going to have to worry about AD and then LeBron. But I don't think the Grizzlies are going to win this. I think the Lakers will, and it won't be because of LBJ. Mm. Uh, Bucks versus the Heat. Miami steamrolls the Bucks. Um, steamrolls. A, li- a, surpri- a little bit surprising. A little bit surprising. Uh, Giannis ended up in the, uh, leaving the game yep. with with a. Uh, that was a it, hard. Did you see it, that? Did yeah, you see it, he it, fell. It, 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 they're saying back, but it also looked more like Neck. tailbone. It looked well, like tailbone to me. It looked like this. It, it was like boom, boom, boom. I saw three <laughs> points of impact. That okay. I, and he's a big boy. That's not like 
And I saw like when I got worried because I saw the back of the neck do this when he like his back hit and then the neck went back a little bit. Yeah. That I I'm worried for him. Uh he'd be alright. Put some stim, <laughs> put some stim on it. He'll be fine. Right. He'll be fine. Put a testing on it. Oh yeah. yeah. See? It's, it's tailbone. See, yeah, that when, when you lift your when you arch your back like that as a man, that's tailbone. But oh like I, I watch it and I, that's like yikes. Man, but uh but also also in this game, Miami, you know, look, they, they might have won the battle, but they might have lost the war. How's about Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero breaks his hand. He's out four to six weeks. And uh uh but Gabe Vincent's situational awareness is trash. Tyler Hero was hurt. He's holding his hand. He's like trying to just fade into the corner to like get a timeout so we can I can get to the bench and somebody can check me out. And Gabe Gabe Vincent fires a pass Hard. to him Hard. like yeah. with <laughs> smoke. And to Tyler Hero's point, with a broken shooting hand, it was still net. So here's <laughs> a little interesting thing. Did you know that Tyler Hero is from Milwaukee? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's originally from Milwaukee. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And so he had like a whole bunch of people like there from his hometown that are Bucks fans. Um there to see him. So I thought that was I, I I don't know, I thought that was really neat. Man, uh almost almost out of here. So the Nuggets Timberwolves, I think the Nuggets are the only excuse me, I think the Timberwolves are the only team in the whole playoffs that have no business being here. They look <laughs> horrible, they look lost. George, what do you think? I was so disconnected. I love seeing it happen. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just it was cash, bro. It was just the Nuggets, by the way, Jokic. When I, I've never seen a big man look so nimble in the first two quarters. Now, he, he does teal off down third, fourth quarter. Not the same little nimble, quick feet Jokic <laughs> that I'm used to seeing. But, man, are the Timberwolves in trouble. Playoff basketball is a whole different the, animal. Dude, I yeah. think the Timberwolves will have a team fight during one of these little timeout breaks when they're down 25. They're going to. It's going to happen. Uh, Ro, what do you think? Oh, I, I Timberwolves, mean, Nuggets. Timberwolves. 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 <laughs> Timberwolves. Timberwolves, that's all. Oh, my gosh. All right. Suns Clippers. Yo. Now. Yeah, this, this game, game. Jinx. This game. I, I said I said before that Kawhi Leonard, about a, a few weeks ago when, when Paul George went down, he was starting to put the cape back on. And I said he was going to have at least 35 points. He had 38. And there's no one on the... There's no one on the Clippers that can stop him. Excuse me. There's no one on the Suns that yeah. can stop him. Surprisingly. You know what I mean? Like they, well, you traded away all your youth and all your defensive, defensive output, all, all those young quick feet. KD's not stopping Kawhi Leonard. He's going right into KD's chest. D-Book can't do it by himself. CP3 can't do it by himself. So it's C like. CP3 can't do it at all. I'm going to sit on him. You know what I mean? No, like, no, no. I, I, I mean, let's not underestimate him. He's, I, I, listen. I want to see him win a ring. Oh, talking about CP3. He yeah. picks his battles. Yeah. Like, if CP3 saw Kawhi on him, definitely passing the ball. <laughs> I, I, that's facts. <laughs> that I need to switch right now. That, that's, that, that's facts, though. Yeah. No, 1,000%. 1,000%. Like, when I see Devin Booker be braver on the court, it's... I don't know. It's telling. I but they're also still trying to figure each other out. And remember, playoff basketball is a completely different animal. The intensity is very. You, your foot should be on gas the whole time. And I think it's a little bit of the situation with the Kings um, and Golden State. I don't know that. The, I don't think the the Suns were ready for this team. I don't think they were anticipating that the Clippers would have them like that. So it'll be interesting. I think this is going to go to a game seven. I had multiple people tell me. That the Suns were going to sweep the Clippers. I multiple, people, I people say that too. I'm multiple like, people, and I told each of them the Clippers are going to not only win a game, they're going to win the series. So you got them winning. Oh yeah. In seven. I think six. I think seven. I think the. Clippers, I could see it going seven for sure. I think the Clippers are going to win in seven. Yeah. I look if I'm trying to tell you when Kawhi Leonard puts that cape on, it's a different, totally, totally different uh, experience, um, and. Uh, the longer Paul George stays out, the more I think they're actually even more dangerous because I don't have to 
I don't have to worry about his shots now. I don't have to say, oh, Paul George needs 15 shots or he going to be sad or he's not going to play defense no more. Like, like now I like these shots are for me or for other people on the team. It becomes it becomes very dangerous. It looks very much like that Raptors team. Um, but how I love there's so many like the these playoffs are the I, I this is the longest. I mean, it's been a, a very, very long time since I've been this excited about these matchups. <laughs> All right. So last segment, we're going to talk about fans behaving badly. I'm going to read one. Rose going to read one. And then the last one, we're just going to let the video speak for itself. So the first one, DeMar DeRozan's son. I don't know if it's daughter. Daughter. That's oh, daughter. It's a son. Sorry. DeMar DeRozan's daughter. It's right here. Why DR. I, I, Her name what? is DR. Is it DR? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was. Yeah. No, no, it's DR. <laughs> Dior. No, it's with DR. An a. It's uh, DR had to be escorted out of the arena following the Bulls Raptors play in game. Um, <laughs> the, the 9 10 matchup. Due to online threats of violence, how old is uh is Demar Derozan's daughter? I believe nine. Nine years old. That's it. Uh, George, George, you wanna uh, do you want do you wanna show yeah. why this happened? We got some video for it. Glitter. Demar's daughter is being very strategic about her screaming at this point. She's timely. <laughs> Check out. If you're Chicago here. Hey. DeMar's daughter is being very strategic about her screaming at this point. She's timely. <laughs> Check out if you're Chicago here. Hey. Oh, yeah. Crazy, right? Crazy. I mean, that crazy. daughter, nine years old. Hey, perfect time. And I don't understand why more daughters <laughs> don't do this. By the way, I was thinking this is probably the most terrifying sound for any father shooting a free throw is their crying daughter. It's, I mean, it's awesome. It needs to be done more. All right. Uh, the second one, Ro, Rose got it. Uh, it we're, we're taking it. We're taking it to the bay. Go ahead, Ro. All right. We're going to get hyphy with it right now. Um, it, we're going to ghost ride the whip. <laughs> ghost ride the whip. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, so, rapper and Bay Area legend E40 was ejected from the Warriors game after getting into um, a courtside argument that lasted, that escalated and lasted a long time with, uh, with uh, a fellow fan um, that wasn't rooting for uh, the same team, obviously. Uh, King Security approached, and, and E40 said in a statement, so he was ejected, and he said, King Security approached me, assumed I instigated the encounter, and proceeded to kick me out of the arena. Unfortunately, it was yet another reminder that despite my success and accolades as a musician and entrepreneur, racial bias remains prevalent. Security saw a disagreement between a black man and a white woman and immediately assumed that I was at fault. Um, I listen... They were both probably acting like jerk offs. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what he had said too earlier in the statement was that um, she had said some things, some disparaging things, and he let it ride. And then he politely let her know what what was good. <laughs> and what was got like? It, 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 probably, it probably probably jumped a little jumped a little off kilter after that. Um, but finally, yesterday, last night in the Clippers Suns game, Russell Westbrook. Had an encounter with a fan in the back. First off, where in the back? Like, what kind of back of house does Phoenix have? Because that looked like somebody's, like it looked like somebody's living room. And then, and then it, it, you popped up, and it was like, oh, the stands is right there. Like, where are we right now? <laughs> like, it was like a leather couch. It looked like my college. We're, we're at Nana's house. <laughs> George, go ahead and roll that footage. To go sit your hostile ass down. <sighs> no, Ru Ru Russ is always Russ. Russell's always in a tussle. And... Russell likes to tussle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, you know, you heard the woman at the end say West Brick, so I think that's probably what jumped everything off. Yeah, but you got thicker skin, my guy. 
You yeah, gotta he, make a basket, homie. Like you hustle. He he hate he does not like people you playing show, with his last name. You show you showed more um excitement and energy and enthusiasm uh going in there to talk shit in front of a kid no less. But listen, fans fans have gotten braver now, okay? And they they need to not be as bold. But then again, let's go back to the 80s basketball. I mean, the shit that that they used to say. So You've t this come this is par for the course. This comes with the territory, this, my guy. This comes with that contract. Um, it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. I love Ross. Yeah. I just come on, dude. Like what I don't understand is the okay. You can pull your jersey down, home skillet. Like we, and then we also like he is just permanently grabbing his junk from start to finish in this video. Like that is the international don't fuck with me stance <laughs> right there when a man is grabbing his dick like that say like, fuck with me motherfucker no but <laughs> like seriously, pop off. if he was to now right just gonna let's let's solve russell's problem ladies and gentlemen utilize that time to go shoot a rack am i right like correct go shoot multiple racks because if you are two for 15 going into the fourth quarter it doesn't matter how hard you play West Russ, Westbrook shouldn't like hurt you. Yeah. It actually, you know, he should embrace it. And next year, like Ocho Cinco changed his name, he should change his last name to Westbrook. <laughs> he should embrace it. He should, yeah, he should dial in. Yeah, right. It's so like to me. I don't. I don't get it. It's like, please, the shit that I've been called without a multi million dollar dollar contract. <laughs> Fair. I don't even pay mine to anymore. I just laugh. I yeah. mean, what are you gonna do, right? It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, we've 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 come to the end of another episode. I just want to thank each of you guys for watching. Uh, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Share it with your people. Uh, from Josh Williams and the front row, and the bearded George Grizzly in man in the yes. back. Uh, we we just see you guys next time. Fan short. For Fanatic is the one who's screaming their lungs out in sub-zero degree temperatures, still believing when the chips are down and never, ever giving up on their teams or their players. From the closest seat to the worst one, we want to meet you all. This is the American Fan. Oof.